0: Welcome to Lost in Theaters, the podcast where we talk about movies that have slipped through the cracks of pop culture. My name is Rachel, and I'm here with my beloved co-host and sister. Orville. My name is Ruth. <laughs> Ruth, <laughs> dearest. Yes. <sighs> can, I tell, can I tell you how great I am? How great I am? Can I tell you how great I am? <laughs> No, no like, I don't think you have <laughs> ever tell you? Did I tell you last time about the word co-host? Uh, and how I kind of discovered it I don't recall Accidentally, what on purpose Well, I've been trying to figure out what to call you Thanks <laughs> <laughs> And I kept calling you my sister, which is true But I was like, yes. I feel like there's an official term Right Co-host Yeah. It's co-host I host yeah. things We co-host things As do I <laughs> <laughs> You're correct That is the function of the co-host <laughs> Alright, are you ready? Actually Let's please move on <laughs> Actually, before I forget Dang Because it. I might forget at the end Our Twitter is functional And I downloaded the app Until this time <laughs> I hadn't downloaded the app I was like, I'll just use my computer It's bad You, It's best are, are to you use okay? the app I think I'll be alright But anyways, <laughs> our Twitter, our Twitter is more like, you know floating it's at lost in theaters on twitter didn't we already have a twitter we did but i'm saying like you can follow us now and it went <laughs> it, it remember last, well i feel like last week we're pretty i was pretty like it's dead it's over but we're back we're back i think, it is, I think it's gonna be all right cool yeah okay cool. the movie yes. yes are you ready it's a disney movie oh no i mean yay <laughs> darby o'gill and the little people I am not ready for this. From 1956. <laughs> Did you watch this a while ago at one no, point? No, I don't think so. I think I've heard horror stories about this. No. Maybe not. I don't think so. Are there little people? Is there a car? No. Okay. Oh, no, that's a different movie we might do later. Okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> that one will be good. But this one, different little people. Darby O'Gill. Guesses about what the movie's about? Scotland or Ireland. Ireland. And actually, this is their voices. I, I, I was like, those are such funny accents. You know, that's not uh-huh. Irish. Come to find out, like, they're all Irish except for maybe Janet Moonroe. Actually, and well, Sean Reeve O'Connor is Scottish. Sean, 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 Sean O'Connor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> <Who's> Connery. Is- <laughs> Wow His name is Sean that Connery That was a fantastic name <laughs> New Spooner or something? I, I don't Maybe? know what it was It was a disaster That's Sean Rio O'Connor. And it's actually a coincidence that I didn't know he was in this movie But he passed away recently um, This is the guy who played Bond, right? Yeah, yeah At the very end of October of uh, this, th- this year Yeah, yeah, yeah um, Yeah, Sean Connery is in this movie He's y- young, younger than Bond, I believe I am calling him Sean Rio O'Connor From the <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> and uh, Janet Munro, who, Ruth, is Roberta in Swiss Family Robinson. Are you sure you don't just say Monroe? Yep. That checks out. Yep. Yeah, Monroe. is uh-huh. I, Like, actually, I can't tell. Is it actually Monroe? I think it's Monroe. Yeah. Now that you say it. What did I say? Monroe. <laughs> really, like, really clearly. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) so she's Roberta from *Swiss Family Robinson*. That came out in 1960. So this was like her booming years right here. She was, she was the, the hot actress at the time. You know, put her in all the stuff. It's like magic. Last name Monroe. Monroe. Janet. Janet. Um, and then, uh, there's this fellow named Albert Sharp. (laughs) Um, and then another fellow, and the both the other fellows were Irish. Okay. <laughs> um it's based on a book from 1903 called Darby O'Gill and the Good People. Yeah, because they're not bad. Ah. Yes. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> there. It all makes sense. So this is an old Disney movie. Um and like most old Disney movies, you have to be in the mood for an old Disney movie to watch it. <laughs> like Sleeping Beauty in the mood? Oh or... no. More like <laughs> Family Robinson. Okay. Except um it's a little trippier than so like it, imagine like Swiss Family Robinson with the way the filming works, like the style of filming and even the yeah. arrangement. But it's a little more um fantastical than Swiss Family Robinson. So it requires more special effects and they look a little strange. So a bit like bed knobs and broomsticks. Yes. Except less so, but bed knobs and Broomsticks is a bit more like Mary Poppins. So if you put bed knobs and Broomsticks together with Sir Stanley Robinson, you get Mary Poppins. Yeah. And this isn't like Mary Poppins. No. <laughs> it's it's the other half. <laughs> okay. Like if you were to combine the other things. Yeah, the things that don't make it Mary Poppins. Where you're like, oh, that's Mary Poppins, and you, the other side of the combination is <laughs> Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Okay. Like there's there are neon colors in it. Okay. Not a lot, but there are and they've managed to do like special effecty Neons. things. Yeah. And it was so, it was jarring, but it I mean it made sense, it worked yeah for what they were trying to do. But well, not that you spoiled the whole thing. The whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um No. Okay. <laughs> uh it's definitely uh, it it is a kid's movie. It isn't I mean I would have loved it as a kid. It is a little creepy at times. It, but it, it's a good kind of creepy. Maybe more like Grimm. Think like Grimm's fairy tales, but not the bad ones. Like, not where anybody's losing toes or anything. Uh, but where aren't you know, they all kind of like that. Like, death shows up in Grimm's fairy tales, and he's like, "You gotta, you're gonna do this thing," and this person says, "I don't know, man." And there's a whole so like more like Terry Pratchett. Mm, less funny, okay. less less ironic. Terry Pratchett's really ironic. Yeah. If, if Terry Pratchett was sincere, it would be like Terry Pratchett. Hey, he's a very sincere he person. He is, <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but I mean more less, more or less, you know? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, hmm No, it's it's fantastical. So it is... Uh, Alright, so there are special effects? Yes, there are. What's the music like? The music is like the Disney music of the time. Although there are I don't know what that means. Uh it's Irish inspired. What year is this? 1959. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah, Irish inspired music. Yep. So, medium spoilers. <laughs> I just said the music type <laughs> <laughs> Draw draw conclusions where you will. No, no, I wasn't saying that was a medium spoiler. It's just oh. like Oh, Are we moving on to medium spoilers? I mean, nothing we else seem to... to be done. I am <laughs> I? I'm trying to think. When people, if you want to know spoilers, we've got the actors, the genres, fantastical. Yeah, I think we're good. Medium spoilers? Okay. What kind of special effects? Um, well, there's little people. I just asked if they existed, but like... <laughs> and, and, uh, you, you have normal-sized people, and then you have people who are the same proportions as normal-sized people, but about three inches tall. Okay. <laughs> you have to sort of use some sort of special effects for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the little people are children or like the um uh Lymphism? Jawas. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Jawas were just children dressed up in yes, little hoods. Yes, they were. Yeah, so it's not like that. It's it's they literally just a person just <laughs> Wow! Yeah, okay. So, um, medium spoiler section here we come. This is Irish folklore at its finest. Okay, how come that wasn't in the no spoiler section? (laughs) (laughs) This is spoilery. It legitimately—if you like Irish folklore, you will love this movie. Okay, it is just saturated. Full of Irish folklore, and to the point that I knew there were things I was not getting because I did not know Irish folklore. Is there a black dog? Oh, is no, it just, it's no, one of, one. No, there is a black horse though. Okay. Um, more on that later. Stay tuned, folks. Yeah, no, it it's very. Oh, it's so bizarrely Irish. There's just, they're, there's these words. I didn't even write down words that I didn't know because they were so quick. I didn't catch them so often. It's just There were just moments where you'd be like, I'm going to use context to interpret that phrase. But if I were taking, like, if, it's, if I were, you know, really intense about it, I'd write down lots of different words because there were fun. And there were words that we use that don't get used a whole lot. And I'm trying to think of any of them and I can't. Ireland. <laughs> oh, I feel like <laughs> Ireland gets used all the time. Small doll- people. No, Ruth! <laughs> I mean, fancy words. You know? Um, again, one of them I did write down. Fancy words. <laughs> Irish slang. A l- uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Irish slang. Um, and, are you ready, though? I'll give no. you this. This is, this is not major spoiler. This was... So because it's an old Disney movie, it has opening credits before... It doesn't have closing credits, Uh-oh. opening credits. I paused it and wrote down what you're about to hear because oh, no. this was just so... My thanks to King Brian and... Uh, King Brian of Nok and his little... Lep- and his leprechauns, whose gracious cooperation made this picture possible. Walt Disney... Was straight up in the credits, Ruth. Um. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there lep- weren't special effects. Oh, so they are, apparently leprechauns were involved. Um, the the premise <laughs> of the movie is there's that guy in town who, well, he's he owns his property for the lord of the area. He's supposed to maintain his property, but he no longer does. Lord and, mayor. Yeah, kind of like the mayor. Uh, and he no longer does. But instead, uh, he's, the, he's the guy who tells all the stories about the fairies in the pub. <laughs> um, pub fairies. In, <laughs> doo 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 doo. Exactly. Um, and so he... and Those don't sound safe. Pub fairies? Yeah. Yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> you stay away from the pub fairies. These aren't pub fairies. They're leprechauns. They do their own thing. See, that sounds worse. Okay. <laughs> They're not pub <laughs> leprechauns. They're just leprechauns. Okay. <laughs> so he... Um, yeah, and the lord of the land says okay well we're gonna i'm gonna have to i'm gonna gonna retire you on half pay and hire someone else and the old man says uh well he's got a beautiful daughter and so he Mm -hmm. tries there's this romance developing between his daughter and the new guy who's seanry o'connor um Oh we forgot to say the Chaucer scale. I mean it doesn't really no, show no, up. No, 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 no. Okay. The Chaucer scale has a very specific purpose. Really? And you've used it for every single <laughs> movie since Okay it's- <laughs> Well let's shelve the Chaucer Scale. I hope out. we don't need the Chaucer scale. No. Oh no. We don't really. Not for this one giving me a weird look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'd, concerned. Yeah, there's not really a reason for the Chaucer scale. Okay. Although, so this is... There could be things that when you watched it as a kid, like, there were just weird stuff in the re- that relationship between the guy and the girl that were a little like dodgy at times. Oh, and like actually Chaucer scale? Or is this just you... I don't know. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was just, you know, some of their words were a little harsh, let's say, I don't know, they, at one point, she, like, hits him with some reins or whatever, because he's being a jerk, and he ends up with a, like, you know, a wound, and you're like, that's kind of abusive, that's a problem. Okay. (laughs) And you're, but it's just really strange, you you don't want to, it's out there, and as a child, if I were watching this, I would have definitely... Been moved like, on. I'm gonna go hit my sister with no, now. Ruth. <laughs> I would have been like, that's jarring and strange, and you know, but I probably wouldn't have thought about it very much. Whereas now, when I saw it, there were like light bulbs in my head that were like, yeah. that's gonna be an issue. And here's the thing, Ruth. Wasn't an issue. No, <laughs> <Dang> <laughs> what, <it. laughs> what I'm saying is, is you know how sometimes we watch movies when we're younger and we don't notice things, and uh-huh. then we watch them. When we're older and we do. Yeah. There's actually a whole podcast that... I mean, we don't do this podcast. But uh, there's a whole podcast that does this. And it's called... So, What's the Problem? Oh, that's cool! Yeah! And they... um, Yes. They look at... It's by this Shifty Bench uh, Productions. And they um look at m- movies that you watched when you were younger. Uh-huh. And... and they, you know, talk about how they um, developed Or how, how you look at them differently now I listened to uh, one of them uh, just last night And they were talking about planes, trains, and automobiles <laughs> <laughs> And they were just things It was interesting because they don't just talk about, you know, problematic stuff They talk about how you look at things when you're older differently Yeah And you just approach movies differently um, You can find So What's the Problem on Apple Podcasts, actually Cool and they have actually another podcast which is almost more fascinating called "Drop the Pilot," which is about um, TV shows that only got a pilot. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, Dang. yeah. And so they'll talk about the one pilot, um, and you can find that as well. Um, Wait, is this our official plug for other podcasts? This is another podcast that yeah, that you guys oh, can cool. listen to if you're interested in this sort of thing. That was um, very nonchalant of you. Thanks. We <laughs> just slip it in there. You guys should check it out. They're really cool. Yeah, it's called So What's the Problem and Drop the Pilot, and you can find them on Apple Podcasts, uh, Shifty Bench Productions. Yeah. I want to listen to So What's the Problem. <laughs> yeah. I think I need that in my life. It's fun. Back to our podcast, however. Darby O'Gill. That was intense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Darby O'Gill um, and The Little People. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Well, should we go to the major spoiler section, Ruth? Yeah. Okay. Did you learn that sound effect from, like, listening to audiobooks from the library that you would check out in, like, those plastic bags? No. I did not. Because it was like a chime every time you're supposed to turn the page with the book, right? Yes. Do you remember those? Uh, no. Yeah, I remember them in those, in the plastic bags with the tapes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. I don't remember the chime, but I remember those plastic bags- Sylvester the Three-Spined Stickleback was one of them. Oh, that was the best one, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway. (laughs) Alright. So, um, opening credits, I already talked about the words from Walt Disney. Um. Thank you, Walt. Yes. And then, you follow this, you're following this old woman through town, and she comes to, um, let's see, she comes to this place, she goes to, like, a house, and there's a girl in there churning butter. But she's clearly not actually churning butter. What? She's, it's because it's old-timey. How would we know? Well, we it, don't churn butter. It doesn't look like there's any <laughs> pressure on the other end of the stick. She looks like she's just holding a stick and moving it up and down, and there's nothing yeah. underneath that she's pushing on. Well, you don't push on it. you push on the floor, ultimately, wouldn't you? No, you're just moving it up and down in the liquid to make <laughs> butter. You're churning butter. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 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 okay okay, that checks out. Is she not turning butter You never see the bottom part. You only see the stick. Are there leprechauns inside? No. Uh, so they're talking <laughs> and she says, you better get married soon, little girl. because oh, helpful. You're, you know, getting up there and, um, they're you're kind much. of high class, so all the guys are kind of scared to ask you out. Um, and that's, you know, when I'm when my first, my brain was like, those aren't Irish people, are they? Turns out a lot of them were. Anyways, anyway. Okay, so, then, they hear a carriage coming. And it's Lord Fitzpatrick! Fitzpatrick is coming! You're kidding. Yeah, and Fitzpatrick. he's He's looking for her dad, and her dad, she covers for him. And it's like He's probably just sharpening his sickle out back, and she takes off! <laughs> and to go to town, to go to the pub, to get her father, because he's not sharpening his sickle out back. And Lord Fitzpatrick knows this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And you know, as she goes away, Lord Fitzpatrick turns to the person next to him, and he's like, "Yeah, she's a sweet girl. It's a it's a pity her father retired five years ago. <laughs> he didn't retire five years ago. It's a joke, right? Because he didn't really retire. He acts like he's retired, but he's not. Oh, yeah. Um, this is kind of a sad beginning. It is a little sad, but it's." You know, so she goes to get him, and the old woman then says to the Lord Fitzpatrick, I have a son, his name's Pony, he's awesome, you should hire him. Why would you name your child Pony? Well, he runs a mail cart, which has ponies on them. Say no more. Okay. <laughs> um, the girl's father's name is what, Ruth? Patrick. Darby O'Gill. Darby. Darby. And so we'll call him Darby the rest of the time. Uh, and he's telling stories, and uh, in the pub. And actually, when he tells his story, there's sort of like a, and you flash to the top of the hill, and you see the old old ruins. And he's doing, he's doing like a battle of wits with uh, King Brian of the Leprechauns himself. <laughs> he says, if you keep your eye on the Leprechaun, he can't get away from you. You know, you keep your, you, you don't look away. You have to watch him. And um, so he's, he almost gets it. He gets. He asks for three things, finally a pot of gold, and then King Brian says, oh, ask me one more wish, why don't you, you know, and Darby says, I don't know, and then he does, he asks him for one more wish, and then the king laughs, ha ha ha, and gives some rhyme about how um, if you ask for three, they'll give it to you, but if asked you if you ask for four, they'll take it all away. If you ask four wishes, all your other wishes become void, and poor Darby is sad now. Meanwhile, Pony is a jerk! And he's like, there's no such things as leprechauns, Darby! Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I sound more like a pirate than an Irishman, don't I? Uh, You can be both. (laughs) Um, yes. So, uh, they, they, then the girl shows up and she says, oh, we gotta go! Um, heads up, though, King Brian is 5,000 years old. Um... Who told us that? I think King Brian himself said that. That seems suspect. Uh, <laughs> also, there's this weird—the Irish, the f- Irish people in the pubs. So there's a bunch of them who are listening very attentively mm. to Darby. And there's this funny tension about whether um, or not leprechauns exist. Whether or not leprechauns are of the devil. Oh. <laughs> okay. So they're like, are the leprechauns bad? Or is the, we do Hence, we trust them? good people yeah okay. in the other version it makes yeah. more sense that way but these are just the little people <laughs> um, and they say things you know they talk about you know I won't tell Father Murphy about it you know if I wouldn't give him anything and then Darby says well if I got the gold I'd give half of it to the church and father Murphy Murphy wouldn't even know where it came from <laughs> you know and meanwhile Father Murphy's there and he stands up and they're like oh <laughs> sorry Father Murphy and then Father Murphy says We've got a new bell because the town up the road got a new bell and we're getting their old bell. So it's really an old oh. bell. But when we get a bell, will someone go get it? And clearly he wants Pony to go get it because he has a cart. Yeah. And Pony says, How much are you going to pay me? And then the old man, me- and then Father Murphy is like, Nothing because it's the church just asking you to get the bell, buddy. Um. And he says, uh, and then they would start negotiating we're a poor church could you do it for less you know and Pony's like no I want so much and then um and then Darby says I'll do it I'll go get the bell for nothing and then Father Murphy says the music you'll do it for the music it will be for you and your children isn't that interesting? Murphy seems suspect yeah he's just kind of funny they, they has he has a tam do you know what a tam is? Shanter. the hat yeah it's a it's a Apparently, the clergy wear these black tams with puffballs on them. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Oh. Yeah. So that was fun. Many... Anyways. Um puff. He goes back. The girl... His daughter. His name is Katie. Katie comes and gets her father, brings him back, and the... Uh, Lord Fitzpatrick says, this is the new guy. His name is McBride. He's moving into your house in two weeks. Katie isn't at this conversation. She's back at the house. These are incredibly Scottish names. Yeah, they are. not they? They're great. McBride is uh, going to take over for you. You're still going to get paid. It's no big deal. A half pay because you've done so well, but you've just sort of fallen off recently. Um, so then they go back, and uh, Darby's like, hey, McBride, do you want to stay at our house? Instead of staying in the pub, we wouldn't be good guests. We wouldn't be good hosts, I mean. (laughs) The opposite. If we let you stay at the pub. And so... um, Then... He says, sure. And then... um, Pony, meanwhile... His mother... Pony's mother is telling him that... You should, you know, talk to the lord of the manor... And say how nice you are. And the only thing that Lord Fitzpatrick says about Pony is... Ah, you are big, aren't you? (laughs) And then he runs away. (laughs) Uh, What a compliment. Um... See, we haven't really got to the... I mean, all this time, there's lots of, like, plays on words and things, and they're very clever conversations, very quick talks. Um, Darby explains that he has to uh, go get the bell tomorrow, um, and they have dinner together, and I think the actor for Darby can actually play the fiddle. Oh. It's very weird, because usually when you have someone play some instrument in a movie, they're not really playing. But it was clearly dubbed over... But his fingers were playing the fiddle. Yeah. It was very fascinating. I was very proud of him for knowing how to play the fiddle. I just wish I could have heard it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little, you know. But he plays the fiddle. There's a dance. It's great. They, not a dance. They just sort of, you know. Jig. A little bit of a jig. Um, And then... Mr. McBride, who's the guys taking over, mm-hmm. he makes some comment about fairies the other guy does, Darby, and then McBride makes some scoff about it, but then Katie gets all upset at McBride, and he says, you know, as though he shouldn't scoff fairies like that. No, they took your fingers in the night. Oh, that's <laughs> alarming. Um, so then uh, McBride says that, um, he'll uh, He'll go somewhere at the night. They're they're parting ways in the dark, because he's going to do something in the dark. And McBride says, oh, not McBride, Darby says, watch out for poachers. What? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what the poachers are in this context, but we're supposed Oh, no, poachers, I do know. Poachers of rabbits. Apparently, on Irish estates, people poach rabbits. And you're not supposed to do that, apparently. Already? I know. Didn't think Noted. about yeah I'll right. Stop doing that. I'll stop poaching the rabbits <laughs> off my Irish estate <laughs> after my neighbor's Irish estate, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh. So meanwhile, Darby is has in the dark. He says he's used to the dark. He gives the other guy the lantern. He goes up the hill and runs into there's this horse standing in the middle of the path, and he says Cleopatra. What are you doing? Go on, Cleopatra. Get out of the way. And Cleopatra runs all the horse. Is that the, the name of the horse? I know, but he says it like an Irishman, so it took me like eight times to understand what he was saying. Was Cleopatra or something. It was really hard to understand. But- are you sure he was saying Cleopatra? I am. Okay. I know. I am. And I just think that's a great name for a horse, actually. <laughs> this big black horse in the middle of the road. and Runs all the way up the hill to the ruins and stops beside this well. That's glowing. Oh. And Darby goes up to the horse, and then this horse had the most charismatic lips I've ever seen on a <laughs> horse. They moved independently of each other.
1: Yeah. And, Horses like, lips
0: do that. opened his mouth a lot. Uh-huh. Um, and then he kind of, the special effects kicked in, and the horse went kind of neon. Oh. And then the horse stood up uh-huh. and sort of scared Darby backwards into falling back down into the well. Oh uh darby no glowing well and then two leprechauns show up i do the bottom there's small uh-huh and they're walking around and they're like i hope he's not dead so then they stand up on some ledge and jump off down onto darby's stomach and they wake him up but he was already awake and he's not dead yay they lead him <laughs> into <Yay. laughs> into this chamber ruth think the silver chair Okay. Underworld, like yeah. stalactites chamber, uh-huh. and they're having an Irish jig time down there. All these leprechauns are—they speak Gaelic, apparently. Really? Uh, I think they actually speak Gaelic in the film. I don't know any Gaelic, and I couldn't find any information on this. But they did a lot of research for this. Do we know any Irish people who speak Gaelic? Do we? I feel like we do. Who do we know? i have to find out later. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, so at one point, Darby says, Tell him to watch their language. I speak Gaelic too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the, the, Leprechauns have stolen, not stolen They took all this treasure off of a ship That shipwrecked on the shore of their Of Ireland some time ago, so they have all this Treasure, and they have random swords And thrones that they've collected from Irish kings And they're living it up down there And they've got this goblet of wine that they Jump into, it's huge for them But normal for Uh us, right? And uh, Darby's like, so why Am I here, King Brian? And he says, well now You're here and you can never leave, because that's how It works, and he says, What? (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't sound great. And he says, Well, we heard about your bad luck up there and how you're getting fired and we thought you could come down here and stay with us. Wow. And I just had a plan and Cause everything. we like you. Um, yep. Because he has talked to them before. This does he, sound like Terry Pratchett. Yeah, doesn't it? He's and he has talked to them before, and they're friends. Yeah. You know, he wasn't making up the little no. people. He was, you know, he has had little conversations Some with them. Like, I know King Brian. Yeah, he does. Uh and they, uh, he says, I don't know. I don't know. And so they, he ends up playing the fiddle for them. Uh oh. And he plays this hunting jig on the fiddle. And the dance sequence here was really intense. I, It was very, very, at one point they all leave the room. This is at the very end. They all leave the room and come back on white horses. Oh. Which are all so small. And they charge around in a circle. And then King Brian, There's magic. At this point, actually. The, the leprechauns have these magic to, like, make things happen. Like, they'll... Sort of like Emperor Palpatine's lightning, actually. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he sprays his magic at the wall and it opens up. And then they all charge out on their horses. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, Darby is trying to fill his pockets full of jewels. And Darby? He almost misses the door out. Oh but he gosh. slips out at the last second and the horse is standing Right there. <laughs> So, he and the horse go back, um, and, uh, he... But his pocket had a hole in it, so he lost all the jewels. Um, there's no more on that. It isn't isn't like he gets in trouble for trying to steal them or anything. I just, you don't hear anything else about those jewels. (laughs) Um, so, he and, uh... The horse and Darby are in the barn, and they're chatting or whatever. Uh-huh. Not really. Darby's just talking to him, and he's like, I have a plan. We're expecting company. The king then shows up, and he says, I should kill you, Darby. You made me look like a fool in front of everybody. And he says, oh, I'm sorry. King Brian? Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, he says, oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted my pipe. Uh, and, well, you know, and that's all I wanted, man. And I should've, you should have just let me come and get it or whatever. And, um, you know, Darby says, oh... Not Darby, the King Brian's like I suppose I don't know, and ultimately, um, the uh, uh-huh. the the they get this. He tricks him. Darby tricks him into drinking a lot of alcohol. <laughs> um, a lot of alcohol. A lot of alcohol. A lot of liquor, and it isn't. He gets. It doesn't get him drunk. Like it doesn't make him pass out. Uh-huh. He does get a little loopy. But the thing is, Darby has already told the horse. He has to make him stay there until morning. And then he has to do whatever he says. Uh, (laughs) So he tricks him into staying until morning. They do this really great game. I want to play this game so bad. It's called The Wishing Song. And you just... You just sing in rhyming couplets. <laughs> <laughs> so there's they sing and in rhyming couplets until morning, like eighty one verses. <laughs> oh my gosh! And we just watched. That? We don't hear all eighty one verses. Aww. We hear the first like four, and then the last three. Okay. <laughs> um, it's pretty great though. Uh, and so um, then the horse falls asleep at some point. Uh, unrelated. Anyways, <laughs> he tricks the tricks the in the daylight. The leprechaun's magic doesn't work. Oh, that's weird. I know. So, he tries to phase through the door or whatever. Uh-huh. Can't get through the door. He's so angry. And then Darby, he's like, I'm gonna threaten, I'm gonna cut your fingers off, Darby, and all of the children in the town will be the ch- changelings. It's gonna be mad. And then, and then he's, uh, he says, oh, will it? And he sets this cat down on the ground, which chases the oh, king around. <laughs> and he says, you know, he gets him to do what he wants, right? And he says, okay, here's my last, my first wish, because he gets three. He says, my first wish is that You will not go away until I've made my other two (laughs) wishes. Oh my gosh! (laughs) So it works, and he puts him in—he carries him around in this little knapsack. (laughs) Um, and meanwhile, he goes back to the house. Um, the old woman was running out of the house, and she would look scowls at him, and clearly, she's figured out that. Uh, Katie and McBride are kind of buddies now, and she says, Oh, you're not going. It's. She wanted her to marry Pony. But Pony's terrible. Pony's terrible. Well, you haven't even heard the half of it yet. Oh. Anyways, um, <laughs> meanwhile, McBride and the girl, Katie, have a heart to heart, and, um, everything's working out fine. Brian, he has to go with the bell today, right? Uh, Darby does, so oh, he goes yes. to get the bell. Meanwhile, Michael McBride, his name's Michael, he, he's mowing the lawn by the bridge with a two handed scythe. Nice. Is this how they mowed the lawn, yes. Ruth? Because it... that would take forever. Whoa. You... Whoa. Oh my goodness. I legitimately thought I don't think I could ever mow a lawn if I ha- it's just a two handed scythe, just sh- sh- and he's singing a song about his lovely Irish girl. It's you know Yeah. He's from Dublin, by the way. Just little tidbit meanwhile katie right brought already. him lunch and they have a little chat it's so cute and he says says so what did your father tell you anything else and she says oh no she still doesn't know that they're supposed to move out in two weeks oh yeah uh so I she also missed that yeah sorry he probably said that <laughs> i was distracted uh meanwhile darby brings back the bell um, and the priest sees the bag he's carrying move, and he says, what's in there? And he says, would you believe that it was King Brian of the Leprechauns? And he says, no. And he says, well, then I won't show you. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes to the pub, and, you know, um, he doesn't open the bag again, but he said, they ask what's in it, and he, you know, tells them again what's King Brian mm-hmm. of the Leprechauns, and Pony teases them, and then, uh, they kick Pony out because he's a jerk and oh, okay. uh, she the, he pours some of the finest liquor in a tiny little glass and hands it, the bag, you can't see in the bag the bag is just sort of uh-huh. open he lowers it into the bag and you hear this sort of glugging sound <laughs> and then the cup flies out <laughs> and then the lady they, then he leaves with King Brian and the lady who's the, the pub manager lifts up the cup and says, and if they don't say it ever happened It'll be here for them to see. And she puts the cup on the back (laughs) shelf in like the place of honor. (laughs) Oh, it's great. And um meanwhile, uh then uh they um I've lost my I've lost my train of thought, Ruth. It's it's totally gone out the window. Um King Brian Oh yeah, that's what it is. Darby mm-hmm. finds out that Michael is doing more than he was suppo- told to do, uh, which is delusional because Michael's supposed to be looking after the property, and Darby's like, no, no, don't look after the property yet. <laughs> so he what? runs after him. Katie tells him he's doing this. Okay. So he runs after Michael, and then Michael tackles him to the ground because he thinks he's a poacher. This is where I learned that a poacher was. He thinks inside the bag that Darby's carrying is a rabbit. Oh. And he opens the bag, and sure enough, it's a rabbit. And and he says, now I have to take this from you, unfortunately. No poaching allowed at all. And then Darby looks in the bag, and it's King Brian. Uh And then Michael looks in the bag, and it's a a rabbit. Uh (laughs) Um, And so then Darby and King Brian have a really intense conversation, and Michael is just... (laughs) Doesn't hear King Brian. Uh-huh. He just sees Darby yelling into this bag. He thinks he's <laughs> crazy. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But then, um, it all sort of sorts out in the end. And that night, you know, he acts axi- his he makes his second wish on accident, Darby does at that point, where uh-huh. he says, I wish I wish he could see you. And he does. Da- he's like, Well, he can. He sees me as a rabbit. And you're like, Boo! Dang it! You King Brian. <laughs> um, and so, um, uh, they're sitting, there. he's like, I don't know what to do for my third wish, I want it to be for Katie I don't even know what she wants though I'm just so worried, and King Brian says, what if I well, doesn't she just need a nice boy, they have a little talk about needing a nice boy or whatever, and King Brian says he's gonna go and visit, so he does he oh, visits no. both Michael and Katie in their quote unquote dreams and it involves him uh, like, just sort of standing over their beds and whispering to them uh oh, about yeah, that's fine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> not. Uh, it's, you know, whatever. Um, and then, sure enough, it works. The next day, they're on a hill happily talking, and then, you know, they, they run down the hill, and then Katie runs into who? Pony! That dweeb! Pony! Oh, already? And Pony and Michael nearly have a, sh- a fisticuffs blowout, <laughs> except <laughs> Katie says... Uh, I'll never speak to you again if you touch him. And then, and then he doesn't. So they move on. Um. Oh no! But then she kisses him. It's oh. very dramatic. Katie kisses Michael. Okay. Even though Michael didn't kiss Katie, it was a whole really like b- bizarre turn of happening And it was really funny because King Brian and Darby were watching from the window the whole oh my time. My gosh! And they're like kiss her, kiss her, and then he doesn't, and they're like, come on, and then Brian is like, and you're a Dublin man at that, (laughs) you know, it's just this really bizarre, wonderful, strange thing, um, so you're like, oh, it's all going to be okay, and then they get a postcard from, so, uh, he's gonna make his final wish, Darby's gonna make his final wish, he goes to the pub, he's gonna make his wish in front, in the pub, with everyone there to see, it's gonna be amazing, Uh, Meanwhile, a letter gets, a postcard gets delivered to the post office from Lord Fitzpatrick, explaining everything and saying, I'm I'm expecting you to move out. That mean old woman saw it and tells What's-His-Face, her son Pony, about it, delivers it to Katie, and Katie is heartbroken, and she starts packing up and gets so mad at Michael, and that's when I, no, that's, no, that's later, so she gets so angry, and she goes to get her father, because she, he has to come home, and he, she runs to go get him, and knocks over the bag, and out comes a rabbit, and everyone laughs, because it, not everyone, just the mean people (laughs) laugh, because it's not King Brian, like he said it was, and it's so sad, oh, and she runs back, and then her and Michael have a little heart-to-heart thing again, and she says, Oh, you've lied to me, and I have to go get the horse! And she runs out, because the horse- Cleopatra is gone again. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's dark, and you shouldn't do it, he says, and so he goes around, and then, stinking Pony hits him on the side of a head, his head with a thing, and knocks him out. Pony carries Michael to the manor house- Which has been a feature of the film thus far Which we haven't talked about But it's like the house where the guy would live if he could live there And he doesn't live there So he takes him to the manor house and puts alcohol on him And says, you know, when Laura Fitzpatrick shows up tomorrow You're gonna look like a bad caretaker (laughs) Ha 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 Meanwhile, Darby comes back Figures things out, winds up at the manor house, sees Michael, pokes him awake, so the plan, (laughs) the other guy's plan just, like, falls out the window. No kidding. (laughs) Um, and they're talking, and he says, where's Katie? And Katie isn't there. Uh Um, and Katie has gone over the mountain looking for Cleopatra. And this was the line, Ruth. God forgive me, she's been chasing a puka. What? Oh. I think Cleopatra's a puka. Dang it. I don't even know what to do with that information because I was not expecting the word puka today. Given our, <laughs> our previous videos, yeah. Uh, and then here's the other thing. Ah, uh, hear that sound? He says that's wait for it a banshee. Same as I heard the night my wife was taken. She'll Pardon? be destroyed entirely. Do you understand? His wife was taken by a banshee, and that's why she's not there. It's so sad. Oh. So, why? What? We just got so much information. The so much guy. information in that. And he is, like, friends with the fairies, and it's, like, a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So now they have to go chase her, right? They have to go find her. They go to the top of the hill. She's fallen down from the top. It's very scary. Oh. And they're worried. And he runs down the hill to, like, just. The rock outcropping and stands there and then the banshee almost gets her that's one of the weird neon things she's got neon outlining mm-hmm. and it's really kind of creepy uh-huh uh and he throws a lantern at her and she goes <laughs> away and then michael carries her down and then father murphy comes to the house has come to the house and you know i forgot that doctors and priests priests needed to know doctor things so that they could be like Ah, oh, this person is dying. Yeah, <laughs> um, let me perform last rites. Right. So he performs last rites. He's performing last rites, and Darby hears something, and he runs. He opens the front door, and the banshee's at the front door. <laughs> so he says, "Go away, go away!" And he sort of flaps at her, and she backs up, and then she reaches out her hand, and you see this black. Uh, you think it looks kind of like a train, maybe, or a, it's a chariot. It's like a. I don't know how they did this. It's sort of like a silhouette, uh-huh. but, but, like, fluttering. Okay. And and it's kind of, the bottom is un- indistinguishable, and it comes towards them, and it says, Oh no! King Brian! King Brian! And he shows on King Brian's like, What you want, Darby? <laughs> and what you in here? You come to make your third wish. And he says, The chariot of death is coming for my Katie! <laughs> What? The chariot of death is coming for Katie Ruth! Ah! And so you're just really worried, and he says, what am I going to do? And he says, maybe you could maybe you could stop her, you know, dying or whatever. And he says, no, I can't. The chariot of death is coming. It has to take someone. And what does Darby say? He says, let the chariot of death take me instead of my Katie. And i are like, oh my gosh, Darby. Well, this got dramatic. <laughs> it got so dramatic. <laughs> uh, so he gets... He does. He rides the Charity of death, and you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Ah! It's really sad. And the whole thing, the inside is dark and black. And then who shows up? King Brian, <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, we might as well, you know, we've been, we've been, you've been one of my best, you know, adversaries, you know, clever adversary people in in hundreds of years. So, you know, I thought we might as well go out together. I. You know, and they chat about life. And he says, you know, it's really for the... I'm glad the young people get to live, you know. It's my time. They should live, not the old ones. You know, they should be the ones to die, you know. It's really sad. And then King Brian says... Well, I just... What does he say? Oh, well, let me just make sure. I wish I could go with you all the way. And then, what does Darby say? I wish you could too. And then King Brian says... Ha! That's your fourth wish, Darby. None of this is going to be. (laughs) And Darby is, (laughs) he finds himself outside of the chair, just behind the chair of death, and is riding away. He's already heard King Brian told him that his daughter's fever broke. Um, Uh and it was fine. (laughs) And and Darby's, like, sitting outside of the chariot of death now. And it's great! (laughs) He's done it! The clever leprechaun's done it! But the leprechaun is dead now? No. Oh. That's all fine. Oh. Because the leprechaun tricked him into making his fourth wish. But doesn't that nullify all the past wishes? I thought the same thing, too, but apparently it's all chill. (laughs) (laughs) King Brian says it's fine, so... Well, in that case... And we're all really excited, um... So, he, uh, yeah, next day, you go, then he's at the pub, he's telling everyone about the chariot, you know, of course. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's because a great story, and, you know, Pony, what a dweeb, is like, <laughs> sure, they said, you know, that chariot was probably Fitzpatrick's chariot, he said he saw you in the road, you, you know, lazy bum, or whatever, and they're like, We you're moving tomorrow, right, Pony? <laughs> he's like, I am, I am moving tomorrow, they're like, good, because and then michael shows up and uh he says something he had, there's this clever little dialogue about king brian saying that uh he that michael should smack pony in the face uh-huh. uh and then they have a, a brawl okay. and let me tell you there's some about old movie fights that are just painful like they are painful ruth it was just ugh, so painful oh, sounding. Oh, wow. Like, like when things hit things. Yeah. You think, oh. In a way that's different now. I don't yeah. know. Maybe, because there wasn't any intense music over this. It was just them having a brawl. And actually, you don't see a lot of the brawl. You hear it, and oh. you see Darby's face. Darby and all the pub are just watching. And they're like, <laughs> ooh. Oh. ah," oh. You know? They have this whole... It's wonderfully done. And, um, so... Then um, they go out, he wins, Michael wins, mm-hmm. and Darby and Michael go out, and um, then uh, Michael and the girl sit on the back of the stagecoach of, of a coach or whatever, and mm-hmm. Darby and they ride off, and it's lovely, and yeah. they're, they're together, and it's all sweet and happy. Yeah. That's the movie, Ruth. That sounded fun. It's fun! It reminds me of the one in Scotland. Uh, it reminded me of that too. What uh, Sinful Davy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It had similar vibes, I would agree. Okay. Um, but Sinful Davy was less coherent. Oh. This actually had more plot. Yeah. Um although at times it was a little not plotty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was very plotful. And I like I said, I don't think I I don't think I managed to get across how Irish this movie felt. <laughs> I just got for starters, they talk about pukas. I feel... I mean, I know what that means. I know! <laughs> well, listen to our Harvey episode, guys. It's a good one. Then you'll know what a puka is. But yeah, it was just very... And, and you know, it's, it's such... It's a fairy tale. Yeah. It's such a fairy tale. And it was so weird because I was thinking about... I was like, it's such a good movie. If they remade it, would it be... No. And it just wouldn't. You, it's hard to... Disney you, isn't like that now. It's hard to make movies like that when it comes... It, it would show up on TV, for starters. It would be like a TV movie. Yeah. Oh. And today's TV movies are just different, I feel like. as They feel more... I don't know. The, the weird animation bits added to the movie, it felt like. like yeah. Like King Brian being oddly small. and Uh-huh. And he had violently red hair that and the crown and it was just very you know yeah it's kind of fun it's a fun one um yeah good costumes yeah yeah I felt I mean it all felt like it was the time it didn't feel out of place or anything yeah. um yeah well well I'd watch it oh good shall we finish with a song um I'll tell me more when I got home the boys won't leave Clank the girls alone someone got <laughs> <about> my hair stole my home. And that's alright till I gone home. She is handsome, she is pretty, she is Belle of Belfast City. She's a courtin' one, two, three, oh please, will you tell me who is she? I think a second it's verse. Rachel. No, no, it's um, Yeah, I think it's Rachel. Uh uh They've got names. Yeah, Rachel. No, no, they've got Irish names. It's definitely. My Rachel. name is Hebrew Ruth. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's accepted. Fine. Um Yes. Well, folks, that's been our episode. <laughs> um, thanks so much for listening. And, you know, don't forget, if you want more, another podcast, no, uh, a different podcast, So What's the Problem, Is, could be a fun one to listen to, as yeah. well as Drop the Pilot. Both um, well, could be fun. Um, yeah. Uh, this has been Lost in Theaters. The we end. hope to hear you next week. No, nope. wait. No nope. other way around. <laughs> so we hope you hear us next week. Oh. All right, folks. Bye-bye. Bye.